What's up, everybody? Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. This is another episode of For What It's Worth. Uh, this episode is with my good friend Alex Crook from Bad Planning. Um, Alex is an awesome dude. Uh, we got the opportunity to hang out with them for about five days um, in Chicago earlier this year. Uh, we did a little tour with them. We did Chicago, Milwaukee, Indianapolis. Uh, we did a bunch of stuff, and it was super, super fun. And uh, you know, now we're actually label late, label mates with them on Jumpstart Records. Um, and Bad Planning is really uh, doing some awesome stuff up in the scene in Chicago, and as well as uh, playing elsewhere. They're playing the Fest in Gainesville, Florida this year. Uh, really doing a lot of cool stuff. Recording some new demos. Um, you know, they're just they're just keeping it moving, keeping it moving. So. Um, very, very good conversation with Alex. Uh, he, I can honestly say he is a very good friend of mine. And, um, ever since we started booking that tour, um, you know, I would say we, we message fairly consistently and keep in touch. So, uh, one thing that I really like about this conversation and talking with Alex is, um, you know, <laughs> we've established this before, but I'm 40 years old. Alex is 24 and it's really cool to hear his take and how he's gotten to where he's at in his music career at this point, um, you know, a little bit earlier on. Um, and it's really just cool to hear his perspective. So, uh, make sure to follow bad planning punks on Instagram. Uh, and then also check out their, uh, their album on wherever you listen to music. It's called at Forte at, at, at Fortes. <laughs> and, uh, it's a really, really good album. I, I love it a lot. So, Big shout out to Bad Planning. Much love to Alex for joining me, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Bad Planning. Oh yeah, you're you're coming through, man, and we're recording now too. So perfect. You got some Dunkin'? I do, man. That's like kind of why I was late a little bit because I I uh, I was I just woken up. I, I had a really late night at work. And, um, so because of that, I like, I don't really do well with phone calls or anything period <laughs> if I'm not caffeinated. Like I get so grumpy and stupid. So I was just like, I need to get some, I need to have something in my bloodstream. Admittedly, that's why I'm late to this meeting. Dude, no <laughs> worries. Sorry. No worries. Dude, I am, I'm the same way. If I do not have coffee, I have to have coffee every, every day. So like my stutter will be so much worse. I won't be able to like say what I want to say. Like I, I, I don't feel good. I don't know. Like it's probably not good. That that's my baseline. Is like if you don't have coffee, you're you're completely fucked. But dude, I think that's like most of America. Probably. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, man, Alex Crook. It's so great to see your face, man. Um, Likewise, dude. Or or as I like to affectionately call you, Crooky. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a, a long-standing nickname for me, man. <laughs> um, how are you doing, man? It's good to see you. I'm a great man. I'm super, super fucking busy right now um, in, in, in the best possible way. I love being busy. It's really good for, for a person like me, like a, like a really ADHD kind of person. Um, it, it, it works well for me. I am, we're currently in the process of buying a home. My oh, wow. And I, yeah. Um, for our for ourselves and our children, um, and it's it, it's a lot, and but it keeps me busy. You know, a person like me, I kind of go crazy if I'm not busy at all times. And 
doing band stuff, walking up uh, 913 Fest, and, um, you know, just putting myself through a lot of stuff that, for me, is enjoyable. But also, it's stressful, but it's a good kind of stress, like eustress. Are you familiar with that term? No. It's, I, I believe you would spell it E-U and then the word stress. But basically, it's like stress that, like, is, is healthy and motivates you. Okay. And, and like, like the kind of stress like gets you out of bed and like makes you productive and stuff. So I'm a big believer in it, and uh, I really love that kind of stuff. So it's it, it's good for a person like me. I, I would agree. I, I'm 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 the same way, man. I like. Um, I mean, I can relax. I can I can definitely have my days where I sit on the couch and do nothing. But yes. I, I have to have. Um, you know, I had my own business for five years. And, oh, so yeah, so you yeah. really know a lot about that. Yeah, and I, I, I have to have, I figured this out like um, fairly recently, like with my band and with my business when I was doing that, like I have to have a project that I'm like always pushing something forward and trying yes. to like grow it, you know, and that's like, that's right now it's my band, you know, before it was like yeah, yeah, my, right. my music and before that, you know, I, I was like, I was really into running. I ran a bunch of half marathons and stuff like that. Nice. Like I always have to have something that kind of like, and it, it gives me a sense of like purpose. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, like, uh, I don't know. You feel the same with that or? I do, man. Like, I mean, like music obviously gives me like a very high purpose. And like the things I do, I don't know how to say it without sounding like a smug bastard. So I'll just say it. Like, I feel really lucky. I feel like I'm the luckiest dude alive. Like I have all these, you know, quote unquote stresses that I have to deal with, but it's like, what really is that? I have two beautiful kids. Like, is that really stress that I have to like do all these things to make sure we have a home and like do all these things to like take care of them? No, that's not really like stress. Like I, I love serving my children. Like I have, a, I, you know, I have a beautiful fiance. Like does it really like, of course, like, so, you know, when, when it comes to things like buying a home and that kind of stuff and like stress, I don't know, is that, is it really stress? Maybe like, I feel the same way. Like I need it. I need it. Yeah. And in terms of like the band and stuff, some people get like, and I'm not, you know, your capacity is your capacity, but like for me, like the band is so much fun that anything that's like work for that is like fun for me. I like to learn. Oh, I love yeah. to meet people. I love to talk to people like, like this kind of, thing nothing like this could ever possibly give me like negative stress because it's so enjoyable like this is what i do for me really the band is like what i do for me so um if that makes sense like that's something that i do for myself just so you know so that i'm not like because i just really love doing it i love making music it gives me a high purpose you know not as much as being a father but it certainly gives me a very high purpose and um you know I guess I just my life's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah, and I feel the same way about about my band and about the pod. You know, now I'm doing this podcast and like different projects that I've had in the past. It's always like, okay, it doesn't feel like work because it's like I enjoy doing it. You know what I mean? And, exactly. and you're you're pushing something forward and you're growing it and all that. So tell me tell me about. Uh, you know, okay. So you're you're a younger guy. You're 24, right? I'm 24. Okay. So tell me a little bit about you. You guys have your your you've you've toured, obviously. Yep. Um, yes, you've, sir. You put out an album uh, on Jumpstart Records. Um, you know, how have you kind of checked some of these boxes uh, so early in in your music career? Sure, man. So 
I've always been the baby of the band. I'm the baby right now. I'm the, as in, I've pretty much always been the youngest member, um, except with a couple people who have been in our band before. But for the, like right now, for the most part, I've always been the baby. And that was how it was when we started, too. So Jack, who's in the band, who plays guitar and does some singing, um, and I started the band when we were in high school. And I was, 15, I was 14 or 15, and he was 15 or 16. He's a year older than me. And um, they, <laughs> we really didn't like know how to do anything. Like we, we just kind of like, but we were so young that we had that huge buffer period to like learn and meet people, right? Like that's the most important thing. We had a we had that we had years to like learn like how to approach like trying to get on a show or how to approach like trying to like write music and stuff like that. And we had very poor attempts. Like our first songs were awful. We played on. <laughs> Essentially, until the release of our split with Semester Abroad, that came out when I was 19, I believe. Oh wow! Basically, for, so basically for the first like five years of the band, we just played anything we could—an open mic, um, like 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 a really crappy like you know bar show where we had like live about our age. We were fucking still in high school and stuff. Like we we would do anything we could, and we basically played all these like little quote unquote shows on demo level material that was awful i mean awful like I, you know songs we really actually didn't even stop playing until like a couple of years ago <laughs> just because they were just you know they're just so bad but um yeah so we had this big buffer period of where we were able to like figure things out and then jack left for college and then we had to kind of do some reconstruction some members we had like a a big kind of like coming and going phase of kind of some members that were some were full-time some weren't and that was when I really started to like go to shows and meet a lot of people. Yeah. So like, I realized pretty early on, it was like your biggest fans, let's say your first like 50, the first 50 people who are going to like make your band, um, I guess, able to like do things, so to speak, are going to be other musicians. Like those are going to be your biggest fans, that, you know, when you first start, like you want those people on your side. And it wasn't hard for me because the people that were in bands were all in bands that I loved and bands I loved to go see. And these are like just local bands, right? They were all and they were all so cool and so nice to me. And we all became such good friends. It didn't even feel like it. It started from like, a, I want to know how I can get on a show and ended with like, a, this is my good friend now. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And because of that very natural progression, both things kind of came into, they kind of became one. So that was kind of how we got ahead. And so by the time I started like really going to shows and putting bad planning on some real shows, I was probably I was probably 17 or 18. And so after that, we just were like, we got to write better songs. So we started doing that. And that was when we released a split with Semester Abroad. Um, and so then we just kind of were in like a like a cloud kind of place where like we were trying to write some songs that like we thought were good. The, the split was out and we wanted to like see if we could reach out to like a label and stuff so my introduction to jumpstart records was crucial dudes because i it's just a band that i love so much and loved for Hell years yeah. and um so i just politely harassing jeremy <laughs> i love him so much he's the best fuck I, he's so easy to work with he's the coolest dude ever i don't i don't thank him enough jeremy i, I hope you're listening thank you so much for everything always um, just politely harassing him with emails, right? Just, you know, and, and like staying up to date, like here, here's the songs we have written. 
here's a demo for the next few. Okay, now they're recorded, check it out. And, uh, you know, just by, by luck and by his generosity, he was cool with, um, with putting it out. And then it came out when I was 22 or 23. So I was 23 because it was, it was the beginning of summer of 2022. Okay. So, um, so I was 23 years old. So about out. a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago. I, 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 exactly. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of what happened. And then after that, it's like the shows really started coming in. I don't know if it was a coincidence or if we had just been around long enough at this point, but like some really awesome shows have started coming in, you know, and I always, I also love to book shows. I don't love it that much anymore. It's a lot, it's, it's, it's kind of hard. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're both taking a sigh right now because it's, it's, you know, it's <laughs> fun thing. But, um, so just meeting people from booking shows as well. Yeah. You know, putting bad planning on some of those shows, like 913 Fest, for example, something I just do at my dad's house in, in, in the garage. Um, we've had like direct hit and bands like that. So it's, it's super fun to book sh shows for your own band. It's like, yeah. it's not always fun to like do it for other, like, you know, when, when you're not, when your band isn't playing, like it's still, I still enjoy it, but it's kind of, you know, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've definitely gotten myself a little bit burnt out on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and, and I've done a lot of both, um, whether it was like I was putting on something for my, for bad planning or putting on something that um, I was just like the booker guy, so to speak. I've done both. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Just, it's just, it's just a lot. So I give so much credit to people who like do production and people who like book shows and that's a good yeah. job or something because it is not easy. Right. And it isn't like the actual like putting together a show that burns you out necessarily. It's like any given band is four different schedules or five or five schedules or maybe six, right? Of like because of because of they have multiple members. So um, And things pop up, bands yeah, drop off. Yeah, right. Bands, especially during like you know now even about in a year ago like bands were still dropping off because of COVID quite a bit yeah and like and things change and then you're like oh well you know now this band that was coming on tour isn't coming through so you know we're still this is just going to be like a local show like it's it's definitely um, you know there's a lot of anytime you're dealing with people like that it's a lot of different variables and people are unpredictable you don't know what's going to happen yep. and, and all that exactly. So, <laughs> Tell me a little bit about like like where are you guys kind of uh, you know so 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 you've you put the album out um, yeah you've done a little bit of touring traveling around um, you're doing a little bit more of that like you you guys are pretty well known in the Chicago scene it seems like um, how how do you um, where do you see things going from here? Oh, that's a good question. So <laughs> it's I mean right now um, I'm playing with. Here's what I have going for me, and here's what we have going for us, the four of us, is we are all, we're all very good friends. We all love each other. We all really respect each other. Um, I know you have the same thing in your bands because I've spent so much time with you guys. Uh, and that's the best thing we have going for us is that we're like all just super tight homies. I'm playing with, you know, three amazing musicians that any, you know, between Lawrence, Kevin, and Jack, they're all really talented. So, I don't know where we're gonna go because we, but like that's what we need. The, the things we need to like not be completely incompetent with our instruments and to be good friends, huge check mark. That's the most important thing. And we also love playing and we love writing. Like so, so for, for example, right now we're writing what will be the next bad planning uh, record, maybe an EP. I'm not really sure. We're still kind of. 
I got to talk to Jeremy a little bit more. Um, we have like probably ten songs ready. Okay. And uh, it, it's the it's the same kind of it's poppy melodic hardcore, kind of, you know a, a, a little bit more heavy on some of the songs. Some of them are way more heavy, but um, so we got that coming. That's what's coming next. You know, you know, hopefully new music soon, very soon. Um, way more shows. We're playing with Belvedere. We're playing with you guys. Oh, can I say that yet? It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, you no. can. It'll happen a million times, people, so just chill. <laughs> uh, playing with you guys. We're doing some traveling. We're playing fast. We're doing some traveling with you guys. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, shows with, uh, I'm doing a little acoustic thing in a backyard with 10 foot pole and much the same. Oh, um, yeah. Playing the Detour North reunion. So we got a lot of shows right now, and we're writing music. That's what's next. When will that music come out? Hopefully, a single really soon we're hoping again gotta just make sure i touch base with jeremy again and um we keep practicing but we're really excited about these new songs and that's what's coming up but again none of that matters if we aren't all homies and we aren't all like in on this for sure like i'm playing with three really good musicians that i love and respect very deeply as people and as my peers right and another note is like kevin was in a band called mishandled and Lawrence in Semester Abroad. And those were bands that when I was trying to like understand how the scene works and like how shows works, they're both, you know, they're both older than me. I would go see them all the time. I used to love going to shows. And usually that'd be the same show. Mishandled Semester Abroad used to be like a thing that they played together all the time. So it's kind of like a full circle moment too. Like those are my good friends and we're always playing shows together and stuff. And like Jack, I've known for 10 years. Yeah. So he's one of my, yeah, he's a, he, he's a day one. You, you've got a good point with that, man. I think, I think like, you know, even though I was saying earlier on, like I like to have a project that I'm always kind of trying to push and get and grow and like push forward. I think that that the most important part is that you're doing it with people that you love and respect yeah. and that you have fun with. And, yeah. and not, not only like the people in your band, but like, you know, when I when we go on tours and weekenders, we want to go out with other bands that we have a great time with and that, yes, you know, that, that are good people and that we have a lot of fun with. Because if, if you're not having fun doing it, like, you know, it's great to have goals. And like, you know, I definitely have goals with my band, too. But like, you know, at, at the end of the day, if I'm not having fun with the people that I'm doing it with, it's you know, it's kind of a lost cause. It's totally. Like, you know, totally. it's like, well, like you're, then, then it's, then it's way more stressful. It's so cringy <laughs> when people are just like, like you like hang out with some band, like someone in a band and they just talk shit about like their bandmates or, like, Oh yeah. And it's not even like, like you can like poke fun at your friends. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about like making fun of your buddies. Right. Like everyone does that. I'm talking like, you just don't, you, you like don't like this person. Do you <laughs> like kind of, kind, of, kind of thing, you know, like what? You know, and um, you can you can usually tell pretty pretty soon, you know, who who is like friends and who is like bandmates, and you know, people unfortunately the two should cross, but yeah, but more than often they don't. Unfortunately, it seems. Um, but even just like most of the friends in my adult life, including you, Wes, and including so many of my like really good friends that I've met, just uh, again in my I'm I'm only 24, but I call my you know adult life are just from music. Yeah. People that I've met through music, like, and that's really all my friends. Not, not, not all, but, a, but the vast majority of people that I've kept around and know me and know my family and know my children 
are a result of people that I met in music. It's really a beautiful thing. So when people are like, like I, I, I made silly posts before. What was it where it's like a picture of my family or something, and I say something like, punk rock made this happen. It fucking did. It totally did. That same thing extends to my fiance, I, who, you know, who I'm just totally in love with and, and, and my children, who I love so much. I would not know those people if it weren't for the silly little band I started. Yeah. So, so really, it's a, it's a very beautiful thing, whether it's my fiance, my children, my friends, etc. Most of the people that I've met in my adult life and have kept around and know and love are almost solely, not completely, but almost just from music, you know. So, and I should also say, everyone that's come and gone through bad planning is, a, you know, a great friend. And most of the people that have, have uh, either helped us out from fill-ins or um, have joined throughout the years are, are still good friends of mine that I talk to, you know, pretty frequently and uh, hang out with or are in other bands that we play with all the time. You know what I mean? So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, for sure, dude. Yeah. I mean, we've had people fill in on, on tours and stuff like that. We've had... You know, some people kind of come and go in this band, and and um, you know, it's it's awesome. I think that's awesome to like be able to have that many people yeah. and, and friends kind of kind of come and go. Um, right, you're just making so, the gang bigger. It's cool, for man. sure, for sure. Okay, so I put on Instagram yesterday uh, like questions that people wanted to ask you. Sure. Um, so the first one that I have for you is Chicago, New York, or St. Louis. Who has the best scene, music scene, and who has the best pizza? Okay, so... Have you had St. Louis-style pizza? What? Have you had St. Louis-style pizza? I have not. That's, okay. the, that, that's the problem. So I've lived in New Jersey. Tons of good New York pizza because you're right there by the city. You go oh, there yeah. all the time. I've lived, obviously, I've, you know, I live here in, in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Um, but I've not had St. Louis pizza. Is it like... Next time we go down, then we'll have to have some. So it's thin crust, like like really thin crust with like Provel... Um, Cheese, which is a mix of mozzarella, provolone, and Swiss cheese, I think. Provel. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Um, and it's real, like, like it kind of like sticks to the roof of your mouth when you eat it. And and we cut it in squares. So like, a, a piece of pizza is literally like like just like you know a little like maybe three inch square. Like, is it like a cake of cheese essentially? It, it's almost like a cracker with like with like pizza like like a cracker sized pizza okay um, uh so a lot of people that aren't from people that aren't from st louis absolutely hate it they're like this really? isn't even pizza like it's disgusting so so um it's a lot different than deep dish pizza um but we did we just went up to chicago dude because uh jacob and i and our our drummer uh that went on the tour with us travis we went up there because we had to get our passports the same day to go to canada oh, for, for canada right yeah and we just yeah. had uh gino's east um, we just had Gino's pizza. Yeah. It was pretty good, man. I'm not a huge deep dish fan, but it was it was pretty good. So I want to try that. I want to try the St. Louis pizza. <laughs> I don't know when we're coming back down there. I'm sure we will. I'm sure. Oh, we'll absolutely, dude. Anytime you, you want to come down here, happen. anytime you want to come down here, you just gotta let me know, and I will Perfect. buy you an Emo's pizza. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> we will definitely be back down there, and at, at which point we'll eat some St. Louis pizza. So. I guess only speaking to my experience, the New York scene, the New York scene is really awesome. There's a lot of really, really great bands. I assume that when we say New York, we're talking about New York City. Yeah. Cool. I've played with a lot of bands that are from there, and they're always really cool people, actually. Really nice, um, and also very talented, good bands. We just played with a really awesome band called Shrug Dealer okay. from New York. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I think they're, uh, yeah. are they on Bipolar Records? 
I don't know, but they're they're doing one of the Belvedere tour dates, the same tour that we're playing. They're doing their New York date. Okay. Um. They so, are on Bipolar I, I, Records. You know, That's a friend of mine, Bipolar Records. Um, cool, man. Yeah, he's yeah. So. But uh, I just I got to speak to my experience and say like I love I love Chicago pizza. Pizza, I I I can I really experienced both a lot in my life. I gotta give it to Chicago. I love Chicago pizza, and um, I do like deep dish. Fuck you, people who don't like deep dish. Uh, <laughs> and. Um, I guess seeing, I, I, I got to say Chicago. I just, you know, all my friends are here. It's home. I've seen, you know, so many awesome friends, like, do amazing things here. I just got, you know, we, I get it, like, in the bigger, like, punk sense. Like, yeah, New York birthed Gorilla Biscuits and oh, the Ramones sure. and Civ and all, and all kinds of awesome shit. Take you and back just, Sunday, brand new. Right, and, like, bet you know, but uh, back here in Chicago, we, you know, we have a lot of made, we have Rise Against and Alpine Trio Fall and Boy. Fallout Boy, Naked Ray Gun. So I'm gonna give it to Chicago on this one. Dude, I think I have to agree with you on that for the music scene because uh, I mean, yeah, Alkaline Trio, Fallout Boy, and then even just current current bands. I mean, those were the bands that Rise Against. You know, the bands that really made it big, even What's much the same. The same shirt, you know, so. um, but even bands now. I mean, like you've got. Knuckle Puck, Real Friends, mm-hmm. uh, Action Adventure, which I know you're good friends with those guys. Very good friends, um, yeah. Home Safe. Um, yeah. You know, Bad Planning. Uh, oh, you know, I'm trying to think. Oh, Kali Masi. Um, Kali Masi, yeah. We played them a few times. It's a fucking awesome band. Like, like you've got so many bands, like kind of all on different levels that are, uh, you know, that are that are really make like you know making some moves. So. And just really good, like just really good. There's really good quality music coming here. You know what I'm coming out here. I feel like too. So that band that we played with at uh, Sub T Cliffhanger, they were they're really good too. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they are awesome. They're uh, Mike's a really great friend of mine, and um, they're gonna play 913 Fest. So nice. I don't know what's coming out. It was not not like it matters. We're gonna, so, we're gonna we're uh, announcing it tomorrow. So dude, the Lawrence Arms, um, yes, Sincere Engineer. Yeah, uh, I mean, just so many bands from up there that, that it goes on and on, man. Yeah, you would spend all day just like listening out for all sure. The awesome bands from Chicago. For sure. and... Okay, so next question I have for you. This comes from uh, Alonzo Garcia uh, from Stay the Course, which are good friends of mine. Uh, what's the strangest thing that's ever happened to you on the road? Oh man, there's a whole. Uh, oh boy, I don't strangest thing. Oh man. We were pretty lucky. We had a pretty, like, the last tour we did was the one with you guys and, and another one down where we went Midwest and then out East. Um, but we were pretty lucky. Nothing, like, too crazy happened. I'll tell you something funny. We, when we were playing from Philly and New Jersey with two dates, overnight, we, like, lost the key to the van. Oh, There's nowhere to be found. That's one of my biggest fears, dude. It is, and 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 I guess I think Jack was driving, and he felt like so shitty and so guilty about it. And then the next morning, we we're like walking to get breakfast, and like on a rock in the middle of the sidewalk was like you know it was probably this big of a rock. I'm showing you with my hands right now. I know yeah. no video, but it was a decent sized rock. This is like the middle middle of the sidewalk, and on the rock was the fucking key. And we're like, what? That's just like, what are the fucking chances? You know what I mean? That and uh, that's crazy. We we almost, well, I mean, yeah, we, we had a really kind of a gnarly little like snow uh, storm 
the night of Cleveland. We almost got a car wreck a few times. But I guess what really takes the cake was the first night in Milwaukee when we fucking had that horrible, horrible blizzard. Oh, dude, it was insane. And that was we insane. Actually, because we live kind of close to Milwaukee, we're like in northern suburbs, Illinois, uh, just kind of like outside Chicago. We were able, we just kind of drove ourselves. We didn't like see overnight anywhere. Oh my God. It was like the most treacherous drive <laughs> in snow I've ever done in my life. And it was so, it took forever. Like what would have been probably like an hour and a half drive ended up being, I think me and Lawrence would drove for like probably three and a half hours. I yeah. mean, it was so fucking bad. Like there were like zero visibility moments and cars fucking crashing and like, going like this all over the place and it was yeah it was wild and dude i was really worried that that show like that nobody was going to turn out i was like nobody's yeah. going to be at this show and then when we were at the so we get to the show and like i'm talking to people and they're and they're like uh you know like people in milwaukee like uh i was actually it's talking to the guys from honey creek and they were they yes, were like they're like dude pe people in milwaukee they're like they show up it's like a badge of honor if you show up uh to a show and it snowed a whole bunch so like I mean, there was like probably fifty or sixty people at that show, like, yes. <laughs> which I was I was pretty happy with. So, um, okay, and then this this one comes from um, your your fiance for fiance uh, <laughs> Heather Masheri. Is that how you pronounce? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Masheri. Uh, if you could give any advice to a new inexperienced artist, what would it be? And then it has the nerd emoji the face. Nerd glasses. Yeah. <laughs> What's her favorite emoji? She is really kind and sweet like that. Just so for anyone listening who actually wants to answer to that question, she's, she's trying to help you. <laughs> Not me. I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I, I love helping uh, new bands. Um, the best piece of advice I can give. Here's what I can give. And, and, th and, and this will work. There's really like three things. And these were all advice, things that I got from bands that I used to go see and wanted to play with and stuff. Number one is go to shows. If you are, if you want to figure out any of this shit and you want like to like really embrace like people wanting to come see your band, you should go see bands. It's Absolutely. going to help you. Absolutely. Not only are you going to enjoy the experience of like seeing an awesome band play songs that you like, but you're going to meet people, make some friends, etc. Right. You're going to, you're going to have some really cool memories that are surrounding going to shows. So go to shows, go see local bands, go see big bands, go see small bands, go see bands that are just starting, etc. Number two is really enjoy the people you play with, like what we talked about. Like if you go to shows, you're going to have that passion, and if you and then you get and then you start your band. Maybe you did the reverse, but you know either way, and then you have your bandmates. Those people should be your friends. You should it should be easy to talk to them, hang out with them, get along, etc. And then if you all four can get behind it, it's even better, right? So now we have two pieces of the puzzle. We have, I'm going to shows, I'm meeting people, I'm meeting bands, I'm making friends. And the second piece is, um, you know, like, we have this band, we're getting along, we're friends, and we're writing songs that we like and we care about. And then number three is just don't break up. That's all you have to do. <laughs> I'm serious. Just don't break up. If you don't break up, if you just, if you... No, no matter how, like, oh, my God, we're never getting offered anything or, or like, we haven't gotten a show email in forever or, you know, we, we aren't able to get into the studio. So a lot that's where a lot of bands, like, just kind of quit. It's like, oh, it's kind of hard. Like, let's just stop. Just just don't do that. If you just don't do that, things something will happen eventually. Absolutely. 
whether it's like a big show offer or a breakthrough in a schedule where you can finally get into the studio or just something you've been trying to formulate in, in, in your head will finally come together. It will happen, but it won't happen if you break up, but it will happen if you don't, you just have to, you cannot break up. So go to shows, enjoy what you do with people you like and don't break up. That's all I got to do. Okay. I like it. I like it. Great advice. Great advice. And, uh, then, uh, I, I just thought of two more Chicago bands while you were talking because you said show offer and I thought show off, show off and messed. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Old school, man. Old school pop punk. I actually awesome. just saw Mest. They came to St. Louis, and um, nice. I, I like my friends opened for them, and I was like, I saw. I actually kind of more went more to see uh, my friends open for them. Than, than nice. I, but dude, I agree with you on the on the going to shows part because um, I also feel like there is, and, and not that I keep score, like I really try not to, but I also feel like there is something to. Like if I if 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 somebody has come to multiple shows of mine, and they're in a band too, I am eventually going to go to one of their shows. Oh, like, for sure. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of yeah. a trade off. It's like it's like okay, I can't like I, it doesn't have to be one for one. Like oh hey, I, I came and saw you three times, so now you have to make it to my next three shows. It's yeah, nothing yeah. like that, but it's like hey, if 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 I see somebody who's in a band that's coming out to every show and I haven't been to one of theirs, then like. I start thinking, hey, I should probably come out and, you know, maybe I'll bring a friend or maybe I'll tell yeah. somebody else about it. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's a big part. Like, and, and for me, that also goes back to like, you know, you want people at your shows, so go to other people's shows. <laughs> like For sure. Exactly. And, you know, I don't go to nearly as many as I used to, um, not even close, but that's, that's just because of like having children and stuff. But, um, uh, that was how I met everybody. It wasn't people just randomly coming out to see me. It was like, I just wanted to go see bands. You know what I mean? That's how I met everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was the kid asking, you know, at the time, the older kids, which was, you know, Action Adventure or Cliffhanger or, you know, like Aiming for Average or Semester Broad. I was the kid going to their shows being like, can I help you carry your stuff? You know, you know, <laughs> for you know sure. what I mean? And like, even as a, when we were first like starting, when we were like literally, you know, young teenagers, the first like success, quote unquote, I ever felt was like seeing somebody from one of those bands that I liked coming to see me. And it was really well reciprocated. People would do kind of what you're talking about, where it's like, let's go see this kid's band. I see him posting about it on social media. I think I've seen that kid around. He's annoying me every weekend, asking me to fucking <laughs> help carry my shit. Let's just go, let's, let's just go see him. You know what I mean? So like it really does work that way and i you know like i said i don't go to nearly as many as i used to i still make it out to, to you know as many as i can um but i and i just i really enjoy i love going to shows and a lot of our friends are now like touring so we can't just you know drive out to whatever to go see them necessarily but when they come to chicago we'll like go see them you know what i mean yeah and then the bands that aren't touring is like our friends are opening that show so we try and sure. go to those anyway you know what i mean so totally totally absolutely uh, okay, one more question from Instagram, and this comes from uh, our drummer, Hez Retinue. Um, cool. Uh, what does, and then this, this is an acronym, what does S-T-A-U-B-I-T-T-A-U -T -T stand for? It stands for, it stands for shut that ass up before I tear that ass up. <laughs> and, and, you know, when you're, when you're at your boiling, the next time anybody's at their boiling point, just say it to yourself softly. It will solve. You won't get into nearly as many arguments. Just say it to yourself softly. And all the aggression you're feeling will just go away. Because it's the most ridiculous, silly thing ever. 
And, uh, yeah, that, that, that's what it stands for. I don't know where I came up with that. I, I, it's been a very long time. <laughs> uh, I, I have, I, we have you to thank because that's like a normal phrase that's said in our band. And Good. I was like, shut Good. that ass up before I tear that ass up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Good, man. So, uh, <laughs> Well, dude, that's kind of everything I had today. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time, man. This this was super fun. It was like nice to kind of just talk to you and 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 see your face again and and hear your voice. Likewise, and, bro. and I know I know um, we are coming to Chicago, and so we're gonna play a show together. So I'm gonna see you soon. Um, yes, sir. And then I think I, I I'm not gonna say exactly, but I think we're gonna play one more show together somewhere out east as well yes, we at are. the end of the year yes, so yes we are <laughs> shout out to jeremy from jumpstart absolutely absolutely He's i can't giant. wait for that i can't wait for that so i cannot wait either i i was like i kind of i think i might have been sitting in someone's car and i started punching the roof it's like really <laughs> stoked you know what i mean i listened to um did you ever watch the fat wreck documentary about, uh, like, no i actually never did i never did so they have a, they like, they, you know, obviously they're interviewing a bunch of people from like all the fat bands and Large and Grace is one of the people that they interview. And she's just talking about like, she got the phone with Fat Mike and she was like punching the roof of the car, just like so stoked. <laughs> and I don't know if like subliminally that was like in my head, but like, I, for example, when we like locked up the Fest lineup and then we like saw the poster, I did exactly that. Yeah. And you know, I'm just like punching the fucking roof, like, oh my God, it's really happening. And, and same thing with the uh, Jumpstart show that's happening somewhere out east, people. We can't say yet. We can't say yet, but it's going to be awesome. Can't say yet. But I love Great. you, brother. Thank you so much, man. Likewise, homie. I love you very much. I miss you, dudes. My dudes miss your dudes. They miss you. Yeah. They want. They all want to say hi, and we'll all hang out soon. Absolutely, dude. We we all miss you too. So uh, that was such a great tour, man. It was super fun. It was a lot of fun. We're gonna have to do it again, but absolutely, you know, hundred percent. We're gonna play at, at the end of this year. We will have played like six shows, six shows together this year already. Yeah. You know? So we'll have done, and they'll they'll all have been twenty twenty three. And yeah. that's in one year. We'll have done, let's see, yeah, four on tour, just, and then these two coming up, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty wild, man. That's that awesome. That is wild. So, awesome, dude. Well, have a great day, man. Tell your family I said hello, and uh, tell Al, tell Big Al I said what's up, too. Always, man. Of course, dude. <laughs> Fuck All yeah, right. I absolutely will. All right, much love, dude. See ya. Much love, brother. See you. Thank you.